Let's go. Sorry. Sorry, Josh. Sorry. My, the, the boss man, Gary Cavins, came in here. I just he's, he's a busy dude. Hadn't seen him yet. Had to catch up. We didn't even get to talk uh, uh, horses, which is a little bit of a disappointment. We haven't talked horses in a while, Gary and I haven't. Maybe we'll bring it to the air. It's Thursday. We're at the Cavins Group. That's where we spend our Thursdays. Now, I know the schedule's been shuffled around a, a schmidge, but I, I think outside of me trying to disappear next week, which is just absolutely going swimmingly so far, uh, I, I think we're pretty much going to be Thursday from here on out. So game on, baby. Uh, 13 years in business serving the Norman community, the Oklahoma City metro, now statewide into Texas, into Arkansas. Cavens Group has you covered from roofing repairs and replacement to free inspections. I'll tell you something. I noticed a spot on my ceiling in one of my bathrooms where there's a couple of little mold dots, and I was like, I got to get this taken care of. Who do I call? I call Gary Cavins, 405-573-3048, or I log on to cavensgroup.com. Josh, how was your... Let's see, what is today? Thursday, okay. How was your Wednesday night? Anything exciting going on in the world of Helmer? Wednesday was good. Wednesday good. was good. Had a nice little family dinner. So if Oh, you did. If you count that as exciting, uh, there you go. Well, no, no, no. See, I've just realized this, okay? My Wednesday nights are like a family dinner, right? That because we get together with the, our, the church community in, in Washington, and everyone kind of catches up on things, and it was a fun night. I... I felt good. I will say this. I was in a conversation. One of my favorite, I, I always name drop, and I don't think any of them listen to the show. But one of my favorite people on the planet is a guy named Trevor Anderson. Trevor and Jenny, great family, Washington peeps. Trevor is a, uh, an oil and gas guy, just an awesome, awesome human being. And he's so into his work, he'll usually be the guy, Josh, that says, all right, well, I, I got to get caught up. I didn't get to listen, but you got to fill me in on camp or what's going on. So I get to kind of. You know, catch up on all my little tidbits and, you know, okay, well, here's this, here's that. You'll never guess what so-and-so said. It's fun, right? Bro, I just, for some reason, it shows you we're inside and I'm just pouring sweat. I, I had to be, was was there something hotter last night than what we typically get temperature-wise? Or was it just my imagination? I mean, you can't even exist outside. Uh, all y'all who work outside and have to grind away maintenance for a living man i i don't even know how you 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 all do it but tip of the cap because i'm literally josh just after having gone outside to get something and come in i'm just standing there and i'm like you ever see the people that when they talk they always have a towel with them i kind of felt like that right now i felt like i was i was big pun man i needed a towel to help dry off all the sweat last night but it was good man it was a good night i'm glad you got to spend some time with family now um i have been in a somewhat documentary uh, black hole, I guess you could call a little docu-series, the, the wrestling show on, on Vice I've, I've been watching nonstop. And uh, I, I truly was. I was sitting and I was watching it last night whenever I got home. Now, you're not a big wrestling guy, right, Josh? We can't go into where the NWO screwed up or how Vince Russo was a maniac. We can't have these conversations about – you know, how did uh, Adrian Adonis go so wrong, or where did Luna Vachon make her biggest career mistake, right? These are not topics we can dive into. No, unfortunately, the NWO and Luna and Russo and et cetera, et cetera, I, no, I am not an expert. So I'm watching. I'm watching last night. I'm watching this special on the, uh, on the 2000 Bash at the Beach. And 
all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up in the middle of it. And it's questions about Kelly Maxwell. And I'm not a big follower of the uh, transfer portal during the offseason. But no, of there's, course not. there's certain <laughs> and I only tend to kind of share what I know. Um, but I told you guys last week that I felt like Oklahoma was waiting on, waiting on one more. And when Elena Vauder went to South Carolina, I kind of felt like we could start connecting the dots there a little bit. And then yesterday, yesterday during the show, I would gladly name the person if he wants me to, texted me and said, are you hearing about this today? Are you hearing about Kelly Maxwell potentially moving on to Oklahoma today? To which I would have to respond, Josh Helmer, uh, no, no, I am not. Because what were we knee-deep in yesterday? We were knee-deep in recap of OU Media Day, right? My mind was on football. My mind was on your great interview with the players, some more Brent Venables cuts. But then when the show got over, the, the phone kept a buzzing, and the questions came from people beyond just Oklahoma people. And then I realized we might be up there with one of the greatest heel turns in the history of all time, my man. So I don't usually do this, but right off the top, at Dan Freakin' Pants, Quinn asks a very good question. Biggest heel turns of all time, Josh Helmer. Hogan to the NWO. Kevin Durant to Golden State. Landon Collins flipping from LSU to Bama and turning his entire family against him on national TV. Or Kelly Maxwell to Oklahoma. (laughs) I'm here for it all, baby. I'm here for it all. Bring all the hate. Oh, Jordy Ball's leaving. What is Oklahoma going to do? They're domed. They're done. I mean, they got this player named Jada Coleman and Tiare Jennings. And, you know, they they, they have this girl named Alyssa Brito. It's pretty good, right? Kinsey Hanson. You're not too shabby. What are they going to do pitching-wise? I mean, you're Patty Gasso. You're Jen Rocha. If you don't want to come play for them, what are you even doing? And you know you have an incredible future in the – Young lefty Kirsten Deal and potentially an S.J. Garrett, and you're bringing in the number one pitcher in the country, but that's next year, Josh. That's next year! So what do you do for this year? You go get the biggest dog in the transfer portal, man. Reportedly, allegedly. And the NWO continues to grow, baby. Put up the wolf pack. You know, there was, I, I think if you go back a little bit, who would be the who would be the Hogan? Of the uh, Oklahoma NWO transfer portal for softball. I guess maybe it would be Alex Duraco, right? Right? Because you already had the G. Juarez. She was kind of the outsider that was already there. Uh, Hope Troutwine. But then when Storaco came, when Storaco came last year after leaving Michigan, I was like, whoa! I don't know, man. I'm sorry. I'm watching too much wrestling right that, now. That was big. Uh, yeah, the, the reference point for me. Yeah, I lost. I understand that. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Starocco would have been in definitely, you know, Michigan circles, Big Ten circles. It would have been, well, how could you go there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the rest of Oklahoma's transfers last year, I, you know, 
you you could make uh, an argument sure. for it. I mean, it made right. more sense. Exactly. All made sense. But Straco, man, she was Hollywood. She she turned it all. Yeah, I don't know if it is for Kelly Maxwell or not, but I will say <laughs> the the idea that the idea that you're one of your biggest rivals, right? One of your biggest rivals. You've now seen players jump from Stillwater to Norman, from Trace Ford. You've, you've, you've done it in baseball, right? And now Kelly Maxwell, potentially to Oklahoma. Pretty awesome, man. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now, obviously, there's there's some of y'all that look at this and think, oh, I don't know how I feel about you know, getting a player. Uh, Brendan Thompson's a good example, Josh, right? We had the big conversation about uh, that whenever he transferred from Texas. But, you know, that was also a pretty unique situation with a new receivers coach and a guy who had recruited him. And I, I just it, – it's always kind of odd, right? But I – I mean, obviously this benefits Oklahoma, and so I'm a fan of it. But at the core, it's something Oklahoma needed. They needed a little bit more depth pitching-wise, so that way you get uh, another year. You're going to – Kirsten Deal's going to pitch a lot. Okay, Nicole May is going to pitch a lot. Um, I, I've said this a lot in Peyton Monticello. Monticelli, Monticello. I, I think she is in a development mode. Right? I think she is a player that you bring in that if she's able to provide 80 innings this year, uh, I, I think it would be a bit of a – it would, be, it would be a bit of a surprise, right? You have you have two dogs now. You've got May and you've got Maxwell. Uh, the girl from Liberty, I think, is going to pitch a lot. And then you've got you got Kirsten Deal in that, and a couple of players in uh, Monticelli and gosh, who am I think? Who am I leaving out now? Oh, S.J. Guerin, who are going to be uh, continue to try development and, and, and find their way. You've set the stage for you know you're going to lose. Three of your pitchers off your roster after this year. Liberty Girl, does she have another year left after this year? I don't know or not. But at the very least, Nicole May and Kelly Maxwell will be pitching their last season. So you've got to make sure that you have depth going into the uh, SEC in 2025. And I think that's um, I think that's a lot of this move. I really do. Because it helps you to spend more time developing Kirsten Deal. I think you're going to have a sweet one, two, three, four. You're going to be four deep this year, the pitching staff, with a couple of pitchers that you might be able to develop. I love it. I mean, I love it. Again, nothing confirmed yet outside of the Go Boomer tweet from Patty Gasso. An extra inning softball, I believe, had tweeted it out that according to sources that were close to them through this recruiting process, uh, Kirsten Deal, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Kelly Maxwell would be on her way to Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, thank you. Drake Dyken brings out. Let's not forget Lexi Keys, too, who transferred to Oklahoma from Oklahoma State. It's always a weird vibe, but, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. NWO for life. New world order. Just get on board. <laughs> Embrace it. Enjoy it. We're the, we're the bad guys. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. And it's funny. Here's the funny thing. There is, there is nobody... There is no better group of people than Patty Gasso, Jen Rocha, and JT Gasso. There is no group of three people. And now at Fale, right, because Fale is coming back to be an assistant. I don't know who the volunteer assistant is going to be next year. That is 
without a doubt, just, what's the term, salt of the earth, great people. And to know how they're just able to kind of make a little move here or there that just tweaks the whole softball world. Oh, oh, let's go. I'm here for it. What was your take, Josh, when you saw the Go Boomer last night? Here we go, finally, at long last. <laughs> you know, it's, it feels like uh, so much of this transfer portal season, even though it's been highly, highly uh, successful for Oklahoma, Landon Keeney, who, by the way, has uh, one year of eligibility plank, Peyton Monticelli, who uh, has three years of eligibility. You went, you restart, restocked and, and got arms that can help you. It was the Vodder, it was the Maxwell, that uh, one of those two arms that a lot of people were waiting on and as soon as you saw that last night, it was, oh, okay, uh, here we go. Here we go. Did you hear the cut I played for Toby? Did you I, happen to I catch did, that? I did, yes. Okay, okay, okay. We'll play and, it later then. you know, I remember you playing it at the time. <laughs> I, I remember, you know, during the series, you saying, well, what, what do you think about this? And uh, sure enough, I mean, it, look, not official yet, but it feels like the, the tea leaves are, are falling into place. Can I – I don't want to be the guy that ever says, well, Chris Plank has said. I don't ever want to be that guy, especially when it comes to, like, Oklahoma-related things. But can I put – can I take a, a, a page out of my man Dean Blevins' book and put a percentage on this, Josh? You may, yeah. Where are you at? Okay. You know, I love Dean. I, I'm, I'm, I'm Dean's biggest fan, and I don't say that tongue-in-cheek. I love that dude. You're like Miguel Chavis. I – uh <laughs> I was standing there for that. Um, if I were to put a percentage on this being Kelly Maxwell, Josh. Now, I don't want you guys to read too much into this because I know how this can get. I know how, I know how aggregation works. I follow this aggregation thing. And I don't want to get too carried away here. But I would probably put that percentage at like 999 I mean, does that seem fair in this conversation, or is that maybe is that leaving too much room for debate? And I don't want to be the guy breaking the story. That's not going to be me ever. But I would just say that's that's how I that's how I feel about. That's it. That's a large percentage. You feel is that too large? All right, ninety nine point seven. Didn't Dean, whenever he gave that percentage, wasn't it even percentages that didn't add up? And that one. I'd say 60%. He's on his way to Oklahoma, like maybe another 20% are on his way to Florida. I love Dean. I really do. Um, there you go. Oh, good question, by the way, from my man Craig. Uh, regular NWO or NWO Wolfpack? Ooh, tough call. Because I was a big Kevin Nash, Scott Hall guy in those days. And when they broke, and they didn't break off. Now, remember, Josh, the NWO and the NWO Wolfpack was still the NWO. Now, eventually they broke apart. And the NWO Wolfpack did have Sting there for a while, or maybe it was the fake Sting. But in terms of entrance themes, Craig, uh, NWO Wolfpack, number one, number one in my world. Number one, Conan, K-Dog. Again, all of these references lost on Josh and a majority probably of our listeners today. Uh, Real quick, just put a cap on it. I know at least my man Craig and Norman is not going to yell at me because I didn't start with softball, and the softball fans won't be mad at me off this story. But before we get there's football tonight. We've got uh, conference realignment craziness. Oh, I got an answer last night to one of my, my, my questions that had been bugging me, Josh, about 
how is the Big 12 paying for this? I got an answer, and, and it's I, I think it makes a lot of sense because you know who's truly driving the boat on this. It probably won't shock anyone, but it's TV. And I'll explain that coming up here after the bottom of the okay. hour. Um, but it's not you, – you want to save until after the break so we can somewhat stay on the clock here uh, to give your take on this potential news out of out of Oklahoma involving Kelly Maxwell? Sure, yeah. Let's, let's right, do let, just that. Right, it's 920. We're at Cavens. It's a Thursday. It's the Plank Show right here on the Home Sooner Fans. All right. So as we welcome you back into the Plank Show right here on the ref, ooh, uh, Luke – the sergeant of Stutzman's army. We'd asked, we'd asked the greatest heel turns of all time. He says, Lincoln to USC in the middle of the night. Oh, that's not bad. That's a pretty good heel turn. And then, you know, to add to it, Josh, Lincoln did, did cut some promos, right, if you will. I mean, the whole idea about recruiting to the West Coast and not recruiting to – being able to recruit to Oklahoma that he wanted. I'm definitely paraphrasing. Going here. on college game day the way that he did and, right. and, and Cowherd immediately and saying those types of things. Yeah, suddenly, you know, that – and in a lot of ways – Having a double agent coach trying to pluck the roster. <laughs> I mean, right? I had completely forgot about that till you mentioned it. But we'll take your submissions on that. Uh, Sooner Gundy on the heat, I was giving the kudos to all of the men and women working outside during this. He writes, I'm a power lineman. You get used to it. I work 16-hour days a lot. Oh, Sooner Gundy, man. You know, I'll tell you something. I love my dad. Uh, he's my idol. And he <laughs> he had really set the bar low for me. By that, I mean he was never – you, you know, some people's families have this, you need to be a doctor when you grow up. You better go to college. My dad's whole goal for me, Josh, was I just want you to be able to work in air conditioning, son. Because he was a maintenance welder his whole life, so you had all that heavy stuff, and he worked outside. He's like, listen, man, I, I don't care what you do. I just want you to be able to work in the air conditioning. I think it worked out okay. And now my son is not. <laughs> my son's taking the exact opposite route. Uh, a camo sooner. All right, guys, I think it's time to start a retro, a retro wrestling podcast. I'm all in. I'll wear my sting mask while I'm listening. Here's the problem. To be honest with you, I, um, I feel like that market is already cornered. I think is, uh, as Jim Ross calls him, Connie, Conrad Thompson kind of has that market cornered, but I mean, we could we could snag a show or two here. Maybe maybe one of the fun things for next summer, because I know I know my man Mike Babchick over at Mad Dog Sports Radio has been watching old WCW pay per views. Maybe next summer, Josh, that's what we do. We break out some old WCW pay per views and we watch it. And then I'm trying to explain. No, no, no. You see, his name is Alex Wright. It doesn't make any sense. He's not important, but he'll come out and he does this dance. And, yeah, this guy's name is Disco Inferno. I guess the idea is that he's stuck in the 70s, and he dances too, but not as good as Alex Wright, and now they're going to fight. There was a storyline in WCW for you, Josh. Does it make sense? I mean, that sounds great. <laughs> um. Uh, someone asks from the 405, could the Go Boomer be for Vodder? No, Elena Vodder committed yesterday to South Carolina. 
Uh, and then this from K A N B A Kelly Maxwell's in uh, Kelly Maxwell in Jen Roach's hands. Oh my! See, I think that's what this boils down to, y'all. Where you could say things like, "Oh, I did that nine way." Maxwell could be Sting. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, but but back to the point. When you have a pitching coach like Jen Rocha, and you have pitchers that want to get better and not just fine tune the craft, but master the craft, you go to Jen Rocha. And I think you're seeing it. I think the best example is, think about Hope Troutwine. Hope Troutwine came to Oklahoma, and she had no desire to do anything with softball after college. No coaching. Might want to play a little bit, but really was ready to go start her profession. She goes to Oklahoma, spends a year with Jen Rocha, becomes infatuated with the process, Josh, and now not only is she pitching professionally, but she's a full-time pitching coach just two years after she graduated from college. That's pretty awesome. And those are the types of things that playing for Patty Gasso and getting coached by Jen Rocha can do for you. All right, do you um, you want to – Gary's going to join us in 935. Do you – do you want to venture your take here, Josh? How do you feel about this uh, rumor, this note about Kelly Maxwell potentially making her way to Oklahoma? Across, I almost said across the Red River. What would be the threshold? Uh, she decided to go past the Love's Travel Stop uh, on on I-35 and the, uh, well, I, I don't even know, because I always go through Edmond. She decided to cross through Edmond. Let's go. That's how she got here. But how do you feel about this? What do you think? I liked where Oklahoma was at with Nicole May and Kirsten Deal to start after Jordy Ball left. I thought that that was a nice one-two to start with. Then, obviously, you go out and you get Peyton Monticelli, who looks like a, a rising young talent, didn't have a great defense with her at Wisconsin, and yet struck out 80 in about yeah. 80 innings, right? Then you go yep. get Keeney, who was – more, more experienced uh, pitcher that's been around the block, one, one year of eligibility left, who, oh, by the way, uh, flexed that uh, capability versus Oklahoma. And now, to me, with, with this final piece, if this happens, and it sounds like it's happening with Maxwell, you've gone and you've landed one of the nation's best, most proven pitchers. So you've, you've got Keeney, who's very proven in her own right. You've got Monticelli, who – is a, a rising young star. You already had May and Deal, mm-hmm. and and now you've just went and got somebody that was was in the running for for national awards uh, right. each of the past couple of seasons. So the, the pitching rotation is absolutely stocked up. I thought Oklahoma was the favorite even uh, before the Monticelli or Keeney moves happened. I just thought collectively Oklahoma was still the nation's best team. Now it's I mean no doubt again they go into the season as the heavy favorite. Jackie wins uh, texted to remind me that uh, Keeney does have only one year of eligibility. So essentially, you've brought in Keeney Maxwell to join May, and you get everything, Josh, I hear about Monticelli is there is unlimited, there is deal-like potential there. You just got to make sure that you can dial it in. So you add that to, so your future 
looks really bright with the number one pitching recruit in the country coming in in 2024. It's good times. All right, uh, 9.32. Softball fans, there's 30 good minutes on softball. Keep it coming. I may mean, sprinkle in a little wrestling. 405-651-34. A little wrestling. 405-651-3439. That's 405-651-3439. That's the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. When we come back to Cavens, Gary's going to join us. We're going to lay out everything that Cavens provides for you. Uh, and then at 10 a.m., I know that, Camp starts tomorrow for OU football. we got a football game tonight. But can I just quickly, Josh, for like five to ten minutes, can we carve out a segment at 10 a.m. to just lay out what we've learned on the recruiting side of things? I love that. Yeah, let's Wait, just... wait, wait. Conference realignment side of things. I'm sorry. Well, either or. <laughs> I'll save recruiting for Steel Man and for Parker Thune. But, uh, sorry. On the conference realignment kind of part of things, you love that too. Is that equally as as, as worthy? We well, that at ten a.m. Yes, it's definitely okay. uh, equally as worthy. I mean, I'll be quick. I promise. Feels like there might be some uh, legitimate dominoes about to drop again. If if I push, all right, I agree, but I want to be, I want to be the devil's advocate. Thank you, thank you. We'll dive into that coming up in a bit. The Plank shows at Cavens Group on a Thursday, right here on. The- you're going to time this better, Gary Cavins. I know, man. It's a good start of the day. Welcome back into the Plank Show on the ref. Well, I say start of the day. You've been rolling already, right? I have. Yes, I have. 100%. <laughs> hey, I was, uh, it was, we were talking about the heat and uh, dealing with it. What, what's your trick? How, how do you, <laughs> how do you handle it? How do you, I, I noticed you added hydration stuff for all your workers, but there's a lot of stuff that Cavins does that's out in this and you can't get on roofs right now, but, uh, it's a challenging time because this is, I mean, this is summer, right, in Oklahoma, but this just seems a lot right now. What's that challenge like for you and your workers? hundred percent. I mean, the guys are out there in it. They're out there in it, you know, um, eight to 12 hours a day, depending on what they're doing and where they're at. And, um, you know, I mean, they just have to hydrate. We talk a lot about hydrating, staying cool, taking, you know, taking breaks and, um, just staying on top of it, you know. You can't get behind on drinking water and um, electrolytes and all that. You gotta stay ahead of the game. In other words, the good old days. Uh, just tough through it. What are you doing? Water breaks were weaknesses back in the seventies and eighties. We're smarter on that front, aren't we, Gary? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You know, we want our employees to last a long time and and to be healthy and 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 happy too. And you know, they uh, they do an outstanding job out there. And so we. Uh, we got to look after we have found in in our home that there are little things that with this heat we need to keep an eye on right during the cold it's frozen pipes things of that nature but in this heat we had i mean this is going to sound goofy but we literally had this rack that we keep our shoes on in the garage and the plastic had melted and so it led to literally the whole thing collapsing. And I'm still in trouble because they think I did something but gary <laughs> there's there's all these it, it sounds well, it sounds crazy, but it's true. There's little things that you didn't make sure you dot your I's and you cross your T's on just to double-check everything in this heat so you don't end up having something catastrophic happen. Yeah, 100%. I mean, even in this heat, um, I got a call yesterday for a uh, plumbing line that had broke behind a toilet in a wall, and had uh, nobody had noticed it, and it had created a big mold growth behind the toilet. And this happened in a two-week period. Oh, wow. And uh, so, you know, I mean, even with this heat and stuff like that, we're still seeing water issues. 
with mold growth, microbial growth, and stuff like that too. Mm. You know, um, so it's it's still happening. It's still out there. You know, and you know whether you have mold, fire, water, um, any of that kind of stuff. You just you just give us a call. We're here to help. Crime scene cleanup, um, all of it. You added, as we mentioned, some new services that are available and. One of those that stands out to me is water testing for pollutants. What are we concerned about right now? What do we need to keep an eye on, Gary? And what have you guys been able to discover has been a problem through your testing uh, and through your education when it comes to water testing for pollutants and issues? Well, that we don't do a whole lot of that, but we do do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's something where we get, we go out to a lot of private properties and stuff like that and do water testing to see if the water's been polluted by um, uh, drilling on nearby properties or just all kinds of different um, things out there mm-hmm. that could have caused issues. So we're just there checking it and making sure that, you know, it's it's quality and it's not, there's no chemicals in there that shouldn't be in there. You mentioned meth inspection, uh, obviously testing and cleanup for services. You buy, uh, maybe you buy some land and there's a, an old uh, building on there, or maybe an old house, I might want to get that checked out, and fire testing for wildfires and structural fires. But as we sit here on the third, fourth day of August, whatever it is, what are you seeing a lot of right now? What's kind of been keeping you guys busy? It's always a myriad of things, isn't it? It is, it is. We're still seeing a lot of mold, a lot of microbial growth, because we had such a uh, wet beginning of the summer, um, and then we had those really strong storms uh, so yeah. several weeks ago with directional rain and stuff getting into buildings that weren't sealed up 100%. So we're seeing a lot of microbial growth right now. Um, and then, um, you know, we're doing a lot of maintenance right now because all the sororities and frats and, I mean, uh, fraternities are all they're all coming back uh, here in the next week at OU. So we're doing a lot of that, getting them ready for them, too. You might, uh, one area that I've always, I feel like I see a lot, and then I'm kicking myself, like, we need to talk about that more, is the rollaways. You'll do hoarding cleanup and haul away and things of that nature. You know, Gary, is we are, we're reaching that era where people are moving in and maybe some people are moving out. There might be a, a, a rental property or there might be a, a building that you, you need to just clean out and, You've got the dumpsters, and you've got the personnel to help out on that side. A hundred percent. I had a, a lady call the other day, and she said uh, she it was on a Saturday, and she said, "Hey, my freezer went out, and it's full of uh, deer meat and everything." Oof. And she said, "My husband's out roping, and uh, I'm stuck with this thing, and it reeks. I moved it out to the driveway, <laughs> but I need somebody to come get it." <laughs> and so, you know, we came, we we dispatched a two man team to go out there and get that and haul it off and get rid of it. I mean. Uh, so, you know, when the environmental side, you know, like, you know, like we've said, it's fire, water, mold, um, crime scene cleanup, um, all that kind of stuff, uh, math lab cleanup, uh, test, all the different testings we do, storm cleanup. But, you know, we also do stuff like that, too, you know, as needed if people need us in an emergency situation like that. Emergency situation. Let's just, I mean, that's. That's where that's where Gary Caven stays very busy. You need to program that number in your phone at 405-573-3048 uh, in Tulsa, 918-282-7612, because you, you can plan all you want, but, Gary, bleep happens. Stuff happens, and you're there to help. A hundred percent. You know, people walk into rooms that they don't normally go in. They find mold growing on the walls. They find water coming in. Uh, we're, we're also doing a lot of water intrusion investigations because from those storms. Mm. Uh, we're seeing a lot of that um, where a lot of buildings have um, had continuous water infiltration issues and stuff like that. Um, so we've been doing a lot of that with the mold, uh, mold testing and mold removal, too. Um, what 
I, I feel like I ask you this a lot, but so many times you just don't know, right, that you may have a mold issue, right? Um, it can be a challenge. And then by the time you find out, it might be a little bit too late, but that's where you're here to help. What yeah. are things to keep an eye on? Really keep an eye on moisture. Right now we have high heat and we have high humidity. And um, so you really have to keep an eye on um, the moisture, if there's any moisture, if you have a, a plumbing leak in the wall. Um, or, you know, we've got rain coming in next week, a small chance of rain every day next week. So, you know, moisture coming in through the roof, uh, moisture coming in. Um, from sinks or toilets or behind sinks or behind toilets, anywhere that there's plumbing or there's water intrusion from the outside, then you are going to start seeing water staining and then you'll start seeing mold. And a lot of times by the time you see the mold, it's, it's in full growth behind the wall. And mm-hmm. so that means what you're seeing is just the tip of the iceberg. Where, in your opinion, um, on the maintenance side of things, it's never too late. Right, to say, Gary, we need help. This Maybe this ended up being more than we thought it would be, and we bought this building or these rental properties. We're going to handle them ourselves. But, I mean, Jessica is, is always here to take your call and help. It's never too late for you to jump in and help people with their maintenance issues too, right? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. We're here to help any business owners, um, you know, with any, whether it's manufacturing, um, schools, um, retail, uh, banks, um, uh, multi-level buildings the list goes on and on where our maintenance team does an outstanding job in tulsa it does an outstanding job in, in oklahoma city norman ardmore uh, wherever you might be at um our, t- our maintenance team does an outstanding job the same as our environmental team does mm, it's great anything i'm leaving out i want to make sure that we uh we hit on for people that might be curious for, for a roofing side of things like you said uh not not a, a good time to be on the roofs but also maybe a good time to take inventory of maybe any roof issues right i mean it is 100 uh, percent. i was joking with uh who was i joking with? i was joking with perry the other day because i told him i got my first uh, roof hate mail from oh. being on the radio last week <laughs> and uh uh you know here's the deal is i'm a second generation roofer and if you get on a roof when it's 100 degrees out uh roofs are Asphalt base, mm-hmm. steep slope roofs, residential roofs, and uh, they're, they're, you're going to leave your footprints in them, and you're going to scar them up, and you're going to tear them up. And that's why you don't want people roofing your roof in this temperature mm. because it's going to, I guarantee you, you go up there after they're done, you're going to see walking trails, you're going to see scars, you're going to see a lot of issues that if it comes back to warranty time and the manufacturer gets up there to look at it, they're going to be like, Right. And maybe this is an install issue. So it's important to, you know, spring, fall, cooler weather, it really does affect that thing. Um, some some crews will install early in the morning and late in the afternoon, and that's that's something, too. You just don't want to get out there when it's extremely hot because it will tear up that brand-new roof. I don't know when it's not extremely hot out. Right? I mean, yeah, late, and that's late true. That's 100%. still triple 100%. digits. But Chris is here. I know he's uh, he's grinding away to try to help as much as he can. And, listen, I can't I can't suggest it enough, Gary, cavensgroup.com. Uh, the website has everything there. It does. Uh, one-stop yes. shop, instant help. You can click right in to talk to Jessica and much more. And we can handle, you know, we, we the last water loss that we went on was a four-story building. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, we have the – trucks we have the equipment and we have the ability to help you commercially any size loss that you have going on 
All you have to do is pick a phone and call us. And we're local. We give back to the community. And I'm very excited to say that as of yesterday, I was invited to join the United Way board. Oh, so, congratulations. So we're, you know, we're like we, we always talk about. We're invested in community, me and Jessica Cavins. And, um, you know, we put our money where our mouth is. We've given back to the community over, I think we're about 490000 over the last um, four years now. And now we're also getting out there and serving, too. And you were uh, front and center at the coaches' luncheon on right. on Thursday of last week. So that was really cool, and saw you helped uh, uh, our. Uh, oh, I can never remember his name. The guy that does all of the live auctions, and whenever I, I love that dude. Whenever things don't go well, where things aren't auctioning off for a lot of money, and I've been, I think I've done five events with him, and three of them were gangbusters, and two of them it was not necessarily. Uh, going so well and at the very end he's like i just need five people to give me five thousand or thousand dollars whatever it was he goes i don't know what happened here to and he has and it's i'm, I'm watching i'm like i'm feeling bad i'm about ready to like and use you, you I, right I was like i was like man was that's great. why we're that's, that's why, why we're, we're here. here that's why we're here we're ta- here to take care of the kids oh, and the so kids cool. that are in bad situations and you know, I was like, let's do it. Let's uh, do it. What'd you learn? What'd you felt like you learned from it? I thought Bill Bean, I love hearing Bill Beanbow talk. I really like listening to him talk. I was really excited after um, listening to them all. I mean, there were some definite direct questions. Oh, the guy asking off. about Texas. I thought Jeff Levy was going <laughs> to never talk to me again. Well, I, 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 I haven't told this story, I don't think. But so for those that weren't at the coach's luncheon, you had a guy that said, are we going to score? T- are we going to score any points against Texas? And everyone kind of uncomfortably laughed. And Jeff Levy goes, well, if we don't, I won't be sitting here next year, which was a great answer. It was a great answer. The, the guy, I thought he was kind of joking. Oh, he was he, he not. He was not joking. Because whenever, cause he kind of looked at me and, and, he, and he kind of nodded like he, I'm like, oh, okay, he's joking. And he just looked at me and goes, that was pain. And I like pulled the mic away. I'm like, dude, <laughs> come on, man. What are we doing? But it was uh it was great. It was, it, there, there was some some great questions and very to the point questions, uh, and the coaches did an outstanding job answering oh, them. So Gene McCown is the is yes, the, Gene McCown does yep. a great job. Gary, thank you. We thank appreciate you. you, man. We love spending our Thursdays with you. Have a great day. You too, Chris. Uh, we took Gary away from grinding for the last uh, fifteen minutes, so he's gonna he's got to go answer phone call after phone call after phone call. Quick break. When we come back, Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line, and then at ten a.m., Josh has promised to give me a list. Little segment on realignment. I'll tell you what I learned about how the Big 12 is able to do this, what it's looking like financially, and does Florida State really have an avenue? We'll dive into it next right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into The Plank Show. We are at Cavens on a Thursday. Hour one of The Plank Show is always brought to you by Mr. 59, Mark Van Hoos, vhfence.com, 405-735-1167. You name it, they do it. Commercial fencing, residential fencing, vinyl cedar, sports fencing, garden farm, ranch fencing. Call them today, 405-735-1167. Do it because Bob Stoops said so. Uh, okay, we were bringing up some of the great heels, right, in the, in the vein of <laughs> the reports that Kelly Maxwell is on her way to Oklahoma the 405 writes, Daryl K. Royal to Texas. Now, that's a little bit before my time. I don't know what the callers were like to sports radio on that day, but I would imagine that if Twitter were around on that day, it wouldn't necessarily go so well. Um, 5808 writes, my little brother is the only person in the world I know of that Marty Jannetty was his favorite wrestler <laughs> because he brings up the idea of Patty Michaels and Kenny Jannetty. Would you get that reference? 
if I said Patty Michaels and Kenny Gennetti? No. Okay. Marty, uh, now, in fairness, uh, Patty Gasso and Kenny Gajewski weren't tag team partners and didn't didn't hold a belt, but when Shawn Michaels and M- Marty Gennetti broke up the Rockers, Josh, it was on a very historic episode of Brutus Beefca- uh, Beefcake's Barbershop, and Shawn Michaels kicked Marty Gennetti through a window. Marty Gennetti was never the same. Killed a guy. Um, Eric in Illinois writes, if this rumor is true, I want to see Patty troll the softball world by paying back those teams that tried to stop the OU offense changing pitchers every inning by returning the favor next year, but with pitchers that could legit be an ace for any other program in the country. Eric in Illinois. Wouldn't that be funny? Just in order to say, take that, take that. Uh, let's see, anything else here good? <laughs> Someone said, I saw Maxwell and Ardenmore and McAllister's with her family. Hey, keep those eyes on down there in, in McAllister, uh, or excuse me, McAllister, in Ardenmore, Thackerville. You never know, man. That's where the news breaks. And True Sooner writes, mailman's jobs are not fun right now. Zero air on our trucks. Yeah, I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how you do it. We're at Cavens. All right, Josh has promised me some conference realignment talk next.